It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast as we cover the latest property news every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and of course wherever you get your good podcasts from. Well, the weekend, it's arrived. It's another Saturday morning, October the 7th, a busy real estate weekend for many around the country. Good luck if you are hoping to zero in on any property deal or transaction today. And coming up this morning, we're going to be talking mortgages and also talking about the RBA pause that happened earlier in the week. Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance, is back with me. And good morning, Anthony. As I mentioned, it's been a busy week. You were here on Tuesday. Day with that pause announcement, which was handed down and very much expected by most commentators, including yourself. Yeah, good morning, Craig. Nice to be here again, mate. And yeah, I think the pause at the RBA board meeting was was very much to be expected. I do think, however, the, the recent CPI data has raised a few concerns around another rate rise potentially before the end of this calendar year. So October is going to be an interesting month with the CPI data to come out and the next board meeting early November. Yeah, and a couple of days ago, I had Stephen Marrick on, the chief economist from ComBank, and I asked him about the messaging from the new governor, Michelle Bullock. Here's what he said. I think it was a little bit surprising that the, the new RBA governor didn't really change the messaging. So the statement released by the Reserve Bank was very similar to previous statements. Yes, that was interesting because it was almost like Philip Lowe was doing the talking, but we've got a new governor. What did you make of it? Yeah, well, look, while we have a new governor, the fundamental role of the RBA and the fundamental mechanism the RBA has and its directive around uh, controlling inflationary targets and the use of monetary policy hasn't changed. So from my perspective, it should in a sense be business as usual. So I wouldn't have foreseen any major changes to the commentary, the language or their strategy. Um, That's just my view anyway. All right. Well, we'll come back to you in just a moment, Anthony. We'll talk about the mortgages, talk a little bit more about the RBA as our Saturday morning continues. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals, only on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, Donald Trump, would you want to be him right now, reportedly disclosing potentially sensitive information about America's new nuclear submarine program to, of all people, Australian billionaire Anthony Pratt. Yes, the bad behaviour has moved down under uh, every day now. You're just hearing more and more bad behaviour. And if you're turning a year older today, happy birthday. Today is October the 7th. And John Mellencamp, formerly Johnny Cougar Mellencamp, he's turning 71. And Simon Cowell, he's turning Turning 63 today. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's go to Sydney. Cloudy with sunny bits and your temperature 19. In Melbourne, very much a cloudy day. 15 is your forecast high. 
Brisbane, a 50-50 chance, one or two showers, your high of 24. And once again, the place to be is Perth. Blue skies, plenty of sunshine and the temperature, 31. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And it's a Saturday morning around Australia. We're talking property with Anthony Landau. And the issue of property affordability now encompasses both homeowners and rental affordability as rising prices make it increasingly challenging for families to secure housing. And recognising the urgency of this growing problem, both the private sector and the government have been actively seeking solutions. It's a a big talking point and who better to talk to about this than Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance. So Anthony, we have seen our cash rate rise from 0.10 back in May of 2022 to now 4.10. So let's start with those looking to enter the market. What has been the impact that you're seeing from your end. Yeah, it's a good time to regroup on all of this, and that's a really good question. We've, we've obviously had a couple of rate pauses now, but fundamentally, we've seen the cash rate rise by 4%, and that's not just impacting existing mortgage holders. People looking to the end of the market have been impacted by cost of living pressures, impacted on their savings, maybe their deposits decreased as cost of livings have gone up. And the other impact is on serviceability. And and some people have been impacted by up to 40% on what they may have been able to borrow back in May 2022. That means if someone was able to borrow, say, a million dollars back then, it may be they can only borrow about $700,000 now. Flip side to that is house prices are back on the move. They have not dropped by as much. So people are recalibrating where they can buy and what they can buy. Yeah, serviceability. Boy, haven't we spoken about that so much over the last 12 months, but more so probably in the last uh, four to six months. That has really been quite severe. And people are just hanging out, aren't they, for a rate cut, all sorts of dates being talked about when it comes to the rate being cut. And I put that to Stephen Halmarek a couple of days ago. I asked him when he thought that that was likely to occur? Well, just uh, recently, we have updated our view. We're now expecting interest rate cuts to begin in May next year. So what do you reckon? May next year, that's going to be welcome news, isn't it? Yeah, that would be welcome news. There's a variety of comments around when people are expecting a rate cut. As Stephen's saying, from CBA's perspective, it might be around the middle of next year. I think some banks and some commentators are thinking it might be later into 2024. So it'll be interesting to see. I think the commentary also is that there may be another rate increase before there's a rate cut. So there might be a bit more pain before we get some of that relief. Yeah, May 2024 would be nice if that was to come. Come to uh, come to the fore. Yeah, you're right, because there is a lot of uh, commentators, a lot of uh, economists that are saying towards the end of the year. So I did actually ask him why, what was the reason he thought, and this is what he said. And we think between now and May next year, there's going to be some more signs of some softness in the Australian economy, uh, particularly in consumer spending. Yeah, so there you go, some softness. We'd certainly expect that by May, wouldn't we? 
Yeah, we're seeing it already. Um, there was some recent data from Westpac around around consumer sentiment, and consumer sentiment is down at some of its lower levels for a number of years. And I think a lot of consumers are thinking that it's going to get worse before it gets better. They're looking at cost of living pressures. They're looking at the petrol bowser. They're looking at their energy prices. Everywhere they look, there seems to be more pressure coming to the hip pocket. So I think generally consumers are seeing things getting a little bit worse. And I agree with that overview in terms of we're going to get some more softness in the economy, which might then lead to, you know, inflation coming off, which might then lead to the unemployment numbers um, increasing, which might then lead to what Stephen's talking there in relation to some rate cuts. So with your particular clients, of course, you're working in the in the mortgage space. How are your new home buyers and investors uh, managing the changes at the moment? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, it's a little bit of a split market with a lot of the home buyers who are looking to purchase somewhere to live. A lot of them have now recalibrated what they can do. They've understood their new serviceability capacity. They've maybe started to look at other areas. They've understood the repayments and they're coming with a slightly different approach to the market. With investors, we're seeing a much, much more cautious approach. We've seen investors, for all intents and purposes, drop out of the market. Investor credit flows are down 30 to 40%. Um, investors are facing cash flow challenges to hold properties. They're facing cash flow challenges with the cost of the debt, even though we're getting the high rental yields. So it's a slightly different approach. Investors very cautious. Feels like home buyers who are wanting to enter the market have adapted and adjusted, whilst others have just made a decision to sit it out for a while. And what about existing mortgage holders? What's the impact, uh, the guidance, the advice that uh, you are giving your clients at the moment? Yeah, it's a, it's a good time to relook at that because we've had a couple of rate pauses. But in simple numbers, someone on a $500,000 loan over the last 12 months or so since those first rate rises back in May 2022, their repayments have gone up $1,134 every month. That's a 49% increase in mortgage repayments since May 2022. That's in simple terms, the impact, Craig, in terms of existing mortgage holders. I guess the guidance we're giving is twofold. For those on variable rates, it's been a pretty short and sharp transition where we had those consecutive rate increases. So the guidance we're giving them is to initially look at your budget, look at your discretionary expenses, Secondly, understand what a 25 basis point increase will do to your mortgage repayments and then talk to your current provider. What we're finding is on average, whilst cash rates gone up 4%, we've been able to maintain our particular clients' increases to 3.42% by continually talking to the providers or moving them to a provider who will offer them a better rate. So get out there with your current provider, talk to them about your rate. If not, talk to your broker about changing providers to secure a better variable rate because every dollar in your own wallet at the moment makes a big difference. Yes, because that is another great talking point that we have been covering over the last year is get out there, refinance, don't just sit on the terms that you've got. You've got to look for the the best possible deal. And there are some good deals out there still, I think, Anthony. There are some good deals. And I think with the low rate environment for so long, people became a little bit, I guess, lazy in one sense around their interest rate and weren't taking a look at it as much as maybe they should have. So we've seen a lot of people well out of market. And in terms of some of the offers, what we, we are still securing rates well under 6%. 
it's a competitive market uh, for new, for new business. Fixed rates at the moment tend to be quite a bit higher than the variable rates we can secure, which might indicate the banks are thinking there might be another rate rise. So generally speaking, a lot of people are looking at what are the best variable rates I can get in this market whilst everything's still settling down a little bit. But there's some good variable rates with some great providers out there, well under the 6% mark still. So if you're over 6%, talk to your current provider, talk to your broker and see what's out there in the marketplace. I was talking to a friend of mine, he's actually an old school buddy, I haven't uh, spoken to him for a couple of years, he said, well, what are you doing now? And I said, well, I'm actually running a real estate podcast. He said, what? And he said, gee, he said, is, is there enough sort of subjects to cover? He said, what are you doing? One podcast a week? I said, heck no, we're doing one a day. He said, well, how do you come up with talking points? And I said, never a dull moment. There's never a dull moment. It, it's been a wild old ride over the last couple of years in the housing market. And it's, it's 56% of Australia's wealth is tied up in housing variously as owner occupiers and investors. So I think there's always going to be something yeah. to talk about, Craig. Yeah, well, it's a sort of surprising me too because I remember when we launched the podcast I thought gee I wonder if we will have enough talking points I soon came to realize plenty to talk about Anthony great to catch up enjoy your weekend get out and have a surf and uh, we'll talk again soon looking forward to it thanks very much Craig don't navigate the real estate market alone let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights you know i can think of a lot worse places than bondi to be in i'm not totally out of the bondi area i'm certainly still working with within that area and that framework of the location because it's such a spectacular position to be in and a lot of agents in double bay still still operate in bondi so i'm not totally out of the area listen to you you don't want to leave bondi I still haven't left. I haven't left. I'm still in there. I'm still transacting. It's hard to leave when you've got the glorious sands of the beach. I mean, really. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to be there? Exactly. And it took you 19 years to move to another office, so we know it's good. (laughs) We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 